from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. My name's Car with my BFF Keon. How's your week, Keon? Uh, it's okay. It's an okay week. I'm moving and moving sucks. I hate it. My back hurts. I'm old. And, uh, wait, have you been moving by yourself? I told uh, you if you needed help, let me know. I know. I know you're right. But we've been like moving super slow. Cause that's like, I'm like, I'll spend like two hours in the morning moving and like two hours in the evening moving. And it's just, it's so annoying though. I just want, what I want is to like, I want, I want to fall asleep in the home I live in now and wake up in the new home and everything's moved over. That's what, that's like the ideal moving. Um, and why don't you just do it all in one day? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I think it's mostly because there's like a lot to do. And, uh, I think the other thing is like, I'm trying to work at like no, relatively normal hours. I don't want to take like two or three days off and mm. just to move. Cause there's like, we're packing while moving. Oh no. Yeah. Should have got some, dude, you should have done like I did. Got some Bronco boxes set for a weekend, get a bunch of plugs to help you. And then it's over with. It sucks that whole day, but it's just, it's just like one week. It's not a bad idea. I think I just haven't moved many times in my life that where I've had belongings. It was like, I moved to Austin mm. after living in the same place for like a decade. And then, uh, now I'm moving again. So I mean, I moved a couple of times before, but I mostly just threw away all my stuff or just left it in like the apartment that I left. Cause I was a shithead when I was. Gosh. Did you see you let me made the maintenance crew clean and clean up after you? Uh, I guess, I guess. Gosh. Yeah. They had to, or it's, I think in one case, when I was living in that motel behind that Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. my mom and my sister came in after I had left and cleared out all my stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. My sister, like, I think she went by and she like noticed and then she like got my mom to come and help, which was. Which That's was, good. That's what family's for. I guess. Clean I up guess, your mess. I guess so. That's, that's the ideal case. How was your week? Uh, it was good. It was just uh, a lot of. Uh, you know, getting the Sats Spice videos, all that stuff ready. And then just a lot of administrative stuff for me, but um, trying to get back to the level that I was, you know, where you do like, whenever you do any type of event, it takes, it takes a lot out of you, man. I don't, I don't, and there's probably stackers or I don't know if anybody's done events before, but it takes a lot out of you just like um, from like a, your life source, I guess, if that's a right way to put it. Yeah, it's you're like emitting a, a lot of energy. You're emitting a lot of energy and you give a lot of energy and you're, yeah. So it's just taking this week to like kind of recover. And today I actually feel like back to my normal self. Um, yeah. That's interesting. So even, even you as an extrovert have your like limits with, uh, that kind of stuff. That's, a, that's yeah, it takes a lot, dude. I've, I've been sleeping like a lot of hours of sleep this week and I realized, oh, wow, I was just really tired from like a month and a half of doing everything. Yeah. I go to like one party and that's how I feel. Like you're describing how I feel after one party and it's a, and I'll stay like quiet yeah. and not do it and not have to do anything. So yeah. it's interesting. You have like that much more social energy. Yeah. All right. With that, we're going to get into the top five stories of the week here on Stacker News Live. Our first stop story is for how long? No, no, that's not it. 95%, wait, is it the 95? Okay, yeah. 95% of zaps are from custodial wallets. We can do better. This is from Soft Glitter 2D. 40 comments, over 10,000 sats generated on this Ben Carmen post. Keon, what's going on? Yeah, so he posted Ben Carmen's Twitter uh, post to his, this was his hackathon entry at Zapalytics. Yeah, Zapalytics, yeah. Zapalytics. And uh, 
basically what he did was he analyzed uh, all this app activity on Noster and tried to come up with like, you know, some like conclusions about it. And, you know, it's not super surprising given what I, all the kind of things I've heard talked about on the, you know, things that are recommended on Noster. If you're on Noster, people are like using Wallet of Satoshi. Um, I think Albie in this case is non-custodial, but, but it seems like, you know, the majority here are using a custodial, a popular custodial wallet. Um, what's after them? Let's see. It's uh what is that orange 8% slice? Maybe Ellen tips, Ellen tips. Yeah. Which is another custodial wallet. So a lot of custodial usage, uh, stacker news, another custodial wallet. Um, uh, oh, he says it here. 94.75% custodial. I guess. Oh, I guess is, is Albi custodial? I didn't realize Fountain was holding Albie such a big is share. custodial, isn't it? What is, uh, where's Fountain on there? They're, they're the red one. No, oh, no, 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 that's not. That's uh, get Albi. Yeah. I think yeah. they're the, the smaller sliver of red mm-hmm. is what Fountain is. But, but yeah, they're, but Fountain underneath is Zebedee. So it's like kind of the same. You look at you. You only have a sliver. I do only have. Is a it sliver. because everybody's using Ellen? I mean, I, mean, I think everybody's I'm this very tiny. I think I'm this very tiny pink. Is it because everybody's logging in with their node on your on your site? Or no, I think there's just not many people using their stack using a stack or news lightning address mm. on a relative basis. Wow, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, or maybe that's Noster plebs. I don't know. I don't know what the sizes are here. Oh no. Oh, actually I'm, I think I'm this purple one, which means I'm like probably around like 4%, but still, yeah, it's not, it's small, which is nice. There's a, so soft, soft glitter also posted in the comments. He said, there's a reality also, and that is the pursuit of non-custodial solution today. If you're not familiar with some skills, It'll be hard to level up, but it's possible. And also it's a reality that as time goes, it's easier to set up your own node. Uh, I'm not against the use of wallets such as Wallet of Satoshi, uh, et cetera, but it keeps me very concerned of how many, how people just take it for granted, those solutions. This is from Soft Glitter. Do you think we'll ever get to a point of non-custodial or you think this is just the way? I do. I do think so. I think that, I mean, I think it, everyone, that's what everyone wants. That's what all the people who have Bitcoin values, the so-called crazy Bitcoin maxis, that's what all of them kind of want is non-custodial solutions. It's just not there yet where- Does Bolt 12 fix this? Bolt 12 fixes some of it, but you know, the part of the problem is offline receives um, in Lightning, which are apparently, you know, getting discussed in the protocol and we're going to see sometime soon. I think they call them uh, async payments, mm. but uh, it'll just take time. We're not there yet. Like, you know, I always have this conversation where it's like, how do I get my wife's parents to use a lightning or use stacker news or use, you know, use X, Y, Z. Um, and I don't, in a non, in, in the ideal way where it's non-custodial. And I think we're just, you know, it's just going to take time. Yeah. I would say just sweep those wallets. Once it gets a certain threshold, just start sweeping them. Um, yep. That's, I think that's what I do. It's the right, that's the right. I think that's the right move for now. If you want, if you want the ideal user experience, you're probably going to be some on some level custodial for small amounts and then for large amounts, non-custodial. I think that's kind of the way it is. Right. Um, Great post by Carmen. Um, yeah. He said he's going to put it, he said he's going to turn it into a website at some, oh no, he did. Uh, I don't know if it's like actually live. I wonder if this is straight from his, uh, 
Yeah, it looks like it. His bedroom PC that he runs, his laptop. Oh, no, I, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say it looks like it, it's from the hackathon. But yeah, I just posted up the video from the hackathon. So if any stackers want to check it out, I just threw it inside the comment section of Stacker News. Um, yeah, oh. it, it was a great, um, it's a great idea for a project. He knocked, you know, he knocked this out like in literally hours right before. Yeah. I said, yeah, he's like, I, I think he started at one and then he presented it at like six. That's the genius of Ben Carmen. Uh, the next top story is Balaji betting 1 million that one BTC is less than 1 million in 90 days. This is from Mr. Luke Lucason, 33 comments, 2,085 cents. What's going on with Balaji this week? Yeah. So he, he bet that one, uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin price is going to be greater than $1 million in 90 days. Wow. Um, and he bases it on the recent handling of the, um, the SVB situation. I think we might've discussed this a little bit last week. Maybe not, Yeah. but, um, I think it maybe got posted after our podcast last week, but basically he's given, given that the fed has come in and said that they're going to back basically all bank deposits one-to-one, um, he's, he's basically counting on the, uh, there, there being a, a total exit from the bank and like this leading to hyperinflation and people are going to like, uh, YOLO into Bitcoin or not YOLO, but, uh, hedge into Bitcoin hard. Um, and yeah, there, he, apparently the tweet got something like it went yeah. super viral. It got 6.2 million views. Right. Um, and all, it was all everything. It was all everyone could talk about for about a week. Yeah. I've, I've been following like the, he, he did a video with pomp like three or five days ago, whatever it was. Um, that was like a really interesting view. I came into Plub lab day that day and I was like, Keon, you gotta, you gotta watch this. I watched it yesterday. It was good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really good. Just cause pomp gets right to it. He doesn't like fiddle around. Um, and then he actually went on another podcast where he kind of was able, I forget which one that was called. It's called something Zen of something. Um, but it, it got recommended right after the pomp one, but he kind of gets pushback from the other end. And I, I think one of the biggest pushbacks that he got on that particular podcast was, so let's say we believe you, Balaji. Like that doesn't change anything. The fact that normal people, the average everyday American is literally going to accept whatever the fed is telling them. And Right. The dollar system goes on. Um, and he didn't have a, he didn't really have a great answer for that. I think I don't, I don't want to speak for the guy, but from what I gathered it, he said, regardless, like you still need to uh, get to Bitcoin or, um, you, you know, cause the other option is going to be the, the uh, renminbi, right? Yeah. Um, so. Or CBDC. Or CBDC. Yeah. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think, I think the mistake he might be making is being too early and like, well, when yeah. he, when he posted this, the original post, there wasn't a banking crisis. And then he said in that interview that now there's a banking crisis. So he's already right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. The other, the other thing this prediction has going forward in terms of at least the Bitcoin price is that he is extremely well connected and respected in Silicon Valley, which, you know, probably collectively is a, you know, uh, maybe double digit percentage points of like worldwide GDP. So 
I don't, I mean, yeah, you, you said mm-hmm. it here on, on, on the post for here you go. So I wouldn't worship, worship him, but you're shortchanging him. He's been advising much of Silicon Valley since his exit 20 years ago. Uh, he was at a 16 Z before most people even knew it existed. He's been quoting sovereign individuals since 2013. He's a CEO like Coinbase uh, because of his company earn, uh, which is kind of the grandfather to all Bitcoin earning applications. Um, and then you basically said, granted, he makes a lot of predictions and we are all prone to forgetting the misses, but he's been early, precise and right more than nearly anyone that I know of. That said, this prediction seems bonkers to me too. The strongest thing it has going for it is he's closely connected to the people that collectively managing trillions of dollars, which I think is the yeah <laughs> the, the big the big bit signal there is that uh, he's he influences a lot of people. Yeah, he even um, alludes to in the Pomp interview that he knows rich people are are hedging into Bitcoin right now. He basically says, he, he doesn't say it out loud, but I mean, he, he begins, he begins to say it. He says, I know people with billions of dollars. And then he like stops himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, I like completed that sentence for him and said they were, they were basically following through with his like game plan. But so June is supposed to be the fireworks. Is that, yeah, I guess that's when the CBDC launches and yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, anything, anything you can give a young startup out there? Any advice? <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I would, I would put a significant, um, I would put, you know, I would hedge your, I would hedge your treasury, you know, maybe use sweep banks at the very least, just in case. I'm not sure that's so much of a concern now with the FDIC basically backing everything, all deposits, but that's Do you what think that's Bitcoin what companies, young Bitcoin company, young startups should be, you know, get, holding Bitcoin. If they're not already making Bitcoin, I think they should hold some in Bitcoin. I don't, I don't know how much, I mean, you, everyone has their own comfort level. Some people are more comfortable with volatility than others. Like if you can't, if you can't stand to see your company's treasury get cut in half in a day, you might not want to put more than like 20% into Bitcoin. Right. Gosh. Yeah. I, another, I, I, I can't wait to see these. Cause these are going to go on every week. I don't know if you've been watching his Twitter, but like it's every couple hours, he's just. I haven't been watching his Twitter since this, but another person to, to look at right now is Caitlin Long, who has been talking a lot about, I mean, she's been talking about this banking situation for a long time, given that she was trying to set up a full reserve uh, bank. I forget what, I forget the name of it now in Wyoming. And she's been denied over and over and over again and is now suing regular, oh, wow. like, like, yeah, wow. Washington around like not allowing her bank. And they said her bank was risky even though it would have been completely immune from these types of issues because it's full, it's backed by full reserves. You put a dollar in their bank and they're storing that dollar. They're not lending it out. There's no fractional reserve there, but she's been, she's been very articulate and I think describes the situation very well. Balaji says similar things about this new crisis, this new bank run being created by the digitization of banking. Mm -hmm. And now we have like bank runs that can happen in an instant given because of social media, because not just because of the, the information is, is because of social media is very fast, but also you can get your money out of your banks in an instant with a click of a button. Unlike before, before, when you had a bank run, you would have to go into the bank, like physically go into the bank or talk to someone over the Mm -hmm. phone or, you know, whatever. But now you, now, you know, this is, this is why SVB was the first to collapse is because they were completely programmatically exposed to withdrawals. They had clients that could withdraw all, you know, millions of dollars at the click of a button 
from their, from their bank. And they, they just all, all of those customers chose to do it kind of at once. And that's what, that's what collapsed them first is according to Caitlin Long. Yeah. I, I think there's a, I think there's a, a storm coming in. I think, I don't think a lot of companies are going to survive it quite frankly. I think there's just going to be a, a wash. No. Great flood. Um, Hopefully the good ones will survive, but yeah, yeah. they might get taken too. And uh, the next top story is the cultural impact of paper wallets is going to be huge. This is from Tamales, 26 comments, 5,800 cents. Uh, looks like a Scooby-Doo post. Tamal, I like how you pronounce it Tamales. I'm going to start pronouncing it Tamales because I call him Tom Lays, but it might be Tamales. It might be just a, a, a misspelling of Tamales. <laughs> you hungry? Um, I love Tamales. I know Tamales are great. Uh, <laughs> I wish there were a holiday coming soon so I could eat Tamales. Um, There's some good. Never mind. You can get you can get them in town probably. Um, yeah, but he basically describes like, I don't know. It's like kind of a fun post about uh, there will be people are storing their Bitcoin. These seed words will get like discovered by future generations. There'll be treasure hunts for seed words. Uh, they will, people will scour the internet archives for seed words. People will look through their, um, their relatives belongings for seed words and find, find them and find Bitcoin and be wealthy and happy. And that's kind of, that's basically, that's what, that's what I got from it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's a, you know, I think there, there will be some of that. You will hear about a guy who somehow disc, somehow finds uh, a note that has seed words on it and is now rich or something. That'll be, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, you don't think so? I, no, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think seed words, seed words, seed words, <laughs> seed words are important. Uh, Gary was in here last week and he was talking about the importance of, you know, knowing your seed words and like being able to travel along with it. Um, but in like a brain wallet. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you'll find them everywhere. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I feel I like, I feel like people will look at this time and they'll be like, man, they were giving out sats just like on a website for free. And they were zapping. Like, I think people will look at us on those things during this, you know, this decade more so than anything, kind of like how they used to look at Bitcoin fountains. Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's another, I mean, that's another point about, yeah, we're in a period of time where we maybe are under us. We don't really fully understand what the future will be like and how we will be looked at. It's kind of a very similar thing to say. I love Scoresby. He had 18 cents on this, this quick sentence. He goes, checking the words in your post proceeds. <laughs> that's the maybe, real, maybe they're hidden in there. Uh, yeah. See, like that would be, Oh, maybe there's a lot of, you think maybe this, maybe we're creating this future. Hey, stackers, start putting C words in your posts on stacker news. Yeah. What I'm saying. I think uh, I could go back. I'm going to put some C words in my stacker news posts and then I can go back in the future and tell my kids go, go there. Yeah. Send your kids on a treasure hunt. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I think Darth coin. Uh, oh yeah. He says right here. Uh, Cause I was, I was about to say, he says, if you would read my Substack guides, there's a treasure inside one of them. One Bitcoin hidden in 12 words spread across inside a guide, find the 12 words and get one Bitcoin. No way. You think so? Find the 12. So wait, he has one BTC hidden in 12 words spread around his, through all his guides. I think it's inside one guide. 
inside one guide, there's one Bitcoin hidden. It doesn't say which guide. So you would have to look at every guide, but I would guess it's, it's probably easier to find that one Bitcoin than to like brute force. Is there, is there, is there a, a quick way to, is there a type of program key on that lets you put seeds into some kind of generator that tells you if this is a, what are you Bitcoin right now? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, if it existed, someone would have already swept his, his Sweep uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if ChatGPT could take all of his posts and then. Yeah. You could ask ChatGPT to, to basically show you the seed for any seed words <laughs> in the order that they occur in each of his, in each of his posts get and then it. try it, try each of them. Get on it, stackers. And then. Throw some sats cars away. All right. Next top story is BitKit. John Cavallo, I'm calling you out. This is uh, 25 comments from Darthcoin, 1824 sats. What the heck is going on here? I, don't, I mean, this is pretty intense, um, but Darthcoin is basically calling BitKit a scam. What? Um, so we have, we have two, oh, we have two fairly loud voices. I mean, Darthcoin is very loud on uh, at least on stacker news i know he i know he also carries a, a pretty heavy opinion elsewhere but john carvalho also uh you know kind of known for having very strong opinions and i guess darthcoin is calling bitkit a scam because he's reported bugs in bitkit's lightning wallet and they haven't been fixed yet um he includes an exchange between john carvalho and him where I, where I think, you know, Car Carvalho is kind of defending why he hasn't gotten around to the bugs yet. And it's not so much that, you know, he, he wants, he's, he's trying to prevent people from accessing the funds that are, that are locked up in a certain way. It's just the, uh, he's working on a number of things. Mm -hmm. And if you're aware of BitKit's mission, it's very ambitious. It's meant, it's meant to be this lightning node in addition to having slash these social media, these slash tag social media things and widgets and so many other, so many other things. And I suspect, I suspect he's just focused on one of these other things right now and we'll come around and, and fix the lightning wallet, um, in the app. But I mean, at the same, at the same time, you have to be you're sympathetic to Darth coin who, who thinks that, you know, users losing funds is maybe, or he, he literally says priority. it right there in the app. Like this is in the app. Uh, he says, BitKit is beta software. Don't store all your money in BitKit. He literally says that in the app. Um, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, Look. someone shared it here too. It, to, to, me, to me, whenever I see this, uh, I, I see how hard you work, Keon, uh, right? Like, like if somebody was complaining similarly about this with Stagger News, they'd be like, man, give the guy a break. He's like literally working every single day of his life to provide a free service to everybody. I mean, I don't know, man. He can't please a lot of people. I think on this one, I think Darth Coin needs to take a step back and realize like this stuff is hard, man. Uh, and I think Carvalho actually goes in here because I looked at this post earlier. He goes, he, Carvalho jumps in. He goes, you've excluded all of my attempts to reason with you and explain things from the screenshot, but that's okay because the real message here is that you are not a user. I'm worried about losing. You just wanted to complain and that is of limited usefulness to me. If you're thinking you can do better, please do. I can only tolerate your noise for so long and you found that limit. Thank you for your testing, testing feedback and for your consideration, it will be considered appropriately. Otherwise I recommend some methods of stress relief, including, but not limited to crying harder. And then they go back and forth. But, um, yeah, I think, I think from what I could read, it sounds like Darth Coin was more upset with the fact that he removed his, um, you know, 
his sound, yeah. sound alarm, I guess. Yeah, his ability to to interject in their chat in their Telegram chat. Yeah. You ever had one of these on on your site? Do that to you? What? Uh, like like a calling you out or anything like that? Uh, I think all. I mean, quite regularly. I mean, really? Whoa. I mean, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty regular. Will people? People will say, I mean, it's not, it's maybe not so much a scam as it is. They'll say I'm doing X, Y, Z when I'm not, or they'll, they'll basically tell me what my intentions are. I think there was one guy who posted in a thread where someone was, it was like, it was like, I don't know, proof of keys day. And a guy, this is the most memorable one for me. And then a guy said like, you can't store your, don't store your Bitcoin on Stacker News. It's going to, you know, it'll end up like every other story. He'll rehypothecate your Bitcoin. And it's just, and I, you shouldn't trust me, but you, you also don't know what I'm thinking. It's like the other, is like the other, is the other side to this. Like, yeah. don't, I, I encouraged him. I'm like, if I would, I would, you know, if you want to get all your Bitcoin off, I want you to get your Bitcoin off. And he's, he basically said, he's, he said he wants you to think that you can trust him is like what he said. And I'm just like, I, I have, I have no, I don't want you to think anything. I, you know, just put the Bitcoin on stacker news that you intend to spend, get it, otherwise get it off. But it's like that. I think that's where the, where these kinds of things cross the line where, where Darth coin is kind of implying that his intentions. Yeah. Which he doesn't know. And you know, yeah. it might, it might be true, but you don't really know. And you, you could, you could, Darth Coin could be warning people to be cautious um, and suspicious. I don't but know. Other it, than it, that, for me, it kind of goes twofold, right? There's like John Carvalho as, as a guy, like I know him personally. I've met him yeah. many times. Um, I've had him on the pod. Like I know the man, like I feel like I know him. Maybe I don't, but I feel like I know him and I feel comfortable using BitKit. Now, uh, how much Bitcoin, he literally tells you not to store that much Bitcoin. So I'm not going to store, I'm going to take his advice and not store that much. You say the same thing, not to store that much. Sad. So that's the same thing. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's the bear market. People want to fight, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, but it, I think, I think Darth coin is right to sound an alarm. I don't know if this is the right alarm. I don't think calling it a scam is right, yeah. but I think saying, Hey, you know, the beta warning or the, the, the warning on there is real. Like don't, don't actually put much money on there. Cause there are bugs. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been an alarm that maybe would have been more appropriate, but you know, sometimes you can only get people's attention by, by, by saying things like this. So maybe it's the right thing to do. I don't know. I don't know. The next top story is the mempool memory usage is less than one gig. This is uh, 24 comments, 5,090 sats from and one. This is greater than one gig. Greater than I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The mempool is like super, Full. It's like really full. I've never seen it more full. Maybe it was this full in like 2017, but I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It was like congested. Mm -hmm. I haven't like looked at the mempool.space charts. We can look at them now maybe and see what we got here. Yeah, we're still uh, at a gig. So how many, what do we have? How many blocks do we have in wait here? It used to just give you a summary of how many blocks maybe. Yeah. They just keep coming. So, um, it's looking like we probably won't get clear for a while, which is pretty, pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like, you know, probably on some level, if you look at, if you like look at the blocks that are getting queued up, these are all ordinals. 
Oh, are uh, they? Go yeah. back. Go back. These these big these big transactions here are ordinals in most cases. I mean, they could be something else, but it's they're likely ordinals. All like so all of these are ordinals. Um, wow. These upcoming ones. Look at all these ordinals. Just ordinals. Yeah, it's basically like half of every block at least is is filled with ordinals. This is this whole block is filled with ordinals. Jeez, dude. Yeah. So Jeez. that's that appears to be what's going on. I'm not sure if someone's like minting a collection right now or it's some some other kind of attack, but uh you know, maybe maybe it's all those all those trillionaires coming in and buying Bitcoin like Balaji predicted. And maybe we'll see the price increase when the maybe, maybe they're just players. minting all these inscriptions. And then they're, that's how they're storing their wealth. That's how they're storing their wealth. And a picture of a cat. Just somebody's getting that, that tweet of Balaji, uh, Balaji, whatever. And they're, yeah. Anyways, got a comment here. It's from uh, 47 Sats Iguano. He says, feet market is working as expected. And then merch comes, comes underneath him. He goes, FTFY block space market is working as expected. Sub, the scarce good we're bidding on is block space, not fees. And then you come underneath, uh, or no. Then he goes, Coob, the markup help text claims that my subtext should have worked. And then you say footnotes. What are you guys talking about right there? Oh, yeah. This isn't about, this isn't actually about the post. It's kind of meta. He's like, he wanted to use some kind of markup in his comment and it wasn't available like he expected. And then I, I told him that he could use this other alternative way. It's kind of not. Not, not relevant, but so, so the block space market is working as expected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As the, as block space fills, it should get more expensive and that's just, that's, not, the, just not the markup on stack news. That's what you're seeing Boom. happen. I mean, it was like, you know, literally a year ago, where am I, if I go, yeah, the markup on stack news is working, <laughs> but if you see it literally a year ago, you know, this is 10, you're getting to get into the, uh, get into a block. Uh, it was like one sat per V byte. It was actually, you know, you would, you'd probably be like medium priority. It's nearly 30 times as expensive to get into a block as it was a year ago. So it is, it is working. Cool. And so that, that rounds out the top five stories of the week on Stacker news. The, this one's Keon's. This one's uh for how long could you keep your lifestyle without any income? This is from Emble Matt ticks, 46 comments. Wow. 4,802 sats. Um, what is going on here? Yeah. So he, he's basically considering his own kind of burn, I guess his burn rate. And he's saying he has like a month, he says he has a month to go. He doesn't have a job and he's already spent most of his savings. And he says he has about a month until he's out and until he can't pay his rent and bills and food. And he, he asked, uh, stackers like what, if they're in a similar situation or not. And the results are, are pretty interesting. I mean, what you get is you get a, like a perfect uh, normal distribution here where it's kind of nice and chunky in the middle. And it looks like, you know, roughly the average is a year to two years is what people have uh, in terms of savings. Um, I think most like financial advisors would recommend something like, you know, at the bare minimum, like six months. Um, so you see that kind of represented in the average. Um but yeah, you see, and then you see quite a few outliers, like, you know, 7% of people who responded out of, you know, nearly a hundred people, uh, was 10 to 20 years. So that's, I mean, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long, long time. Those are some stoic people. Yeah. They're either very wealthy. Yeah, it or seems like six to six months to a year seems pretty, pretty about average. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. And some, you know, then we got, we got a nice chunk at the, you know, less than a month, people who are like, you know, pretty, pretty close to the brink. Uh, if, you know, they lose rent or, or they, I mean, they lose, they lose an income source or something. I think the bigger thing here is that the health thing, I think your health probably plays a bigger importance than how long you keep your lifestyle. Like what happens if you find out you have this incurable disease tomorrow or, or you end up in an emergency room or like those things on top of your, how much you have left to live in, in your lifestyle is probably far. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that's how I like gauge it is like, okay, what if I get hit tomorrow, <laughs> you know, by an oncoming car, like, and then you're really screwed and like how, yeah, it's, it's a thing, man. Yeah. You don't want the overlap of like two, yeah, two bad things happening at the same time. And when I used to do IT, there was this, this guy I used to work with, he was like training us when I was car was lonely help desk guy. He'd be like, you better document that. I'd be like, oh, why are you so big on it? He's like, document it. Cause like documentation is like everything because you know, let's say you go home and get hit by a bus, it dies with you, all the information. So um, that yeah. always just stuck in my head. When you in told programming, me. we call that, or we might call it in other places, but you call that, we call it a bus factor. You want to have mm. a high, a relatively high bus factor, I think, or it's the other way around. You have a low one, but basically you're trying to, you want to have multiple people who know what you know at the company mm -hmm. so that if you get hit by a bus, there's someone else who can take over for you. Absolutely. That's the best way to train. I love uh, John Rollins. He didn't get any sats here. I'm going to bump him up one set. He goes, I live on the wire. <laughs> Dang. All in. He's just all in. That's a good. Did you see that? What's John, John Rollins? That's uh no, I didn't. I didn't see that one, but that, that's a, um, that's a Kanye song. Oh, is that what that is? No, I, I mean, it, I thought it was a reference to the, the show, The Wire. On the wire. Oh, ba, ba, oh, because he got hit by a car, right? Yeah. And then he had his wire shut or his jaw shut with the wire. Yeah, he got in a car accident. I think that was it. Gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, my top story is, I need to find it. Where did I, what did I do with my top story? Car's top story is, ladies oh. and gentlemen. <laughs> It's a <laughs> chain code podcast with Dad's driver riding the Allen paper and working in Bitcoin. We got 550 sats, one comments for merch. <laughs> what do you think of this car? <laughs> Is that how I sound? No, it's like a, an extreme parody of it. Oh, man. That's a great. I mean, you should be doing these. We should swap places. <laughs> um, no, so this was a uh, this was a chain code podcast that was released uh, this week. Um, Dude, it's a great episode. Uh, Taj talks about uh, the white paper, the lightning white paper, and and how he was a part of it. He, he said that he's met some people, and I'm paraphrasing all the snackers. He says he's met some people that don't believe him that he wrote <laughs> he wrote the lightning paper, uh, and then he he talks a little bit about like um, uh, what what it was like in the early days uh, with building all this stuff out, and how how he'll be a part of like some new company or wherever he's working at and he'll answer, have to answer the same questions because they're coming into Bitcoin, coming into lightning for the first time. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And then, and then the, also I think that the, the coolest thing that he talks about is just like, uh, like the, just the, the playful banter that him merch and Jonas have on the, it's kind of like listening to an RHR, but like, it's like kind of like that. Oh, cool. Cause there's like a lot of inside jokes and stuff. And you can tell they, they've been friends for a really long time. That's so nice. It's just like, uh, yeah, it was a really great dude. Merch is really funny. Yeah. It's like really funny. He's a really nice person in general. He's a great, he's like, but it's a great, great podcast. Person. Anybody who's uh, listening, 
should definitely go listen to that podcast. It's a, it's a great episode. Cool. Anyways, just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I'll, I'll cue it up. It's uh, I've been wanting to listen to it when I saw it posted. I remember why the first time I saw Taj speak or even like kind of registered who he was, he was at the open source stage in Miami last year. Mm. And my impression was like, he looks so happy and at peace to me that he maybe he's Satoshi. It was oh, wow. like kind of what I, what I was, you know, what I, my like silly brain thought, but, um, regardless, I, yeah, I'd there, love there, to hear more. From he has him. some, he has some good, he has some really good sage advice. I think one of the, the, the sage comments that he had was that, um, if you do something long enough and you're kind of forgotten, that's, that's when you know that you were a part of something, uh, pretty great and that it, it, it stands for itself. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, I don't know exactly how he worded it, but he said something to the like, like your creation that. outlives you. Yeah. Basically yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, wow, that's a great way to look at it. Um, but really good, really good podcast. Really good podcast. It makes me want to go back and listen to some of the other ones. Cause Nadav there's, there's one with Nadav. I'd, I'd love to check out. So. Anyways. Sweet. Um, what do you got for, yeah. Metrics. So the next, yeah, the, we're, this is super, super stat segment and we have, uh, the top stackers of the week. I'm at the top. I don't know how I got so many sats. I think blockchain it, Boog. Look yeah, at him. Blockchain Boog stacked a lot. Max came in and stacked wow. a lot. Uh, the SN account, Gion, uh, Poe stacked a lot. I something I was looking at here is like number of, Who's commenting the most? I thought kind of Darth coin, yeah. one of the biggest commenters. He probably makes so much bank on his comments. Yeah, he probably, I mean, he's, he got 31,000 sats this month or this week. Uh, and then top spenders. I think I know who's going to be the top of this list. Blockchain Boog. What did Blockchain Boog He have? dropped a million sats in the donation. Did he really? Blowing up the rewards for the day. I love me some blockchain boog, man. Yeah. He can't, he said, he said he was, I think what he did, he was like, he like won a bet or something. I forget exactly. It was in the daily discussion. He's like, if someone, if someone upvotes this comment with 20,000 sats, I will, uh, put 1 million sats in the daily rewards. And that's what, that's like, I got, I got a huge, I got like my biggest ever reward day from that. Um, and that's probably why a lot of, a lot of other people, like all the top 21 have over 15,000 sats for the week. Um, probably as a result of blockchain Boog's donation. Dude, blockchain Boog is, is a real one. He is dude. He, uh, he commented, uh, last week on SNL 59, only two beers. He said, zap. He gave us 5,000 sats for that. Um, Thank you. Blockchain Boog. I love me some blockchain Boog. All right, cool. I think that's all we got here for Stacker News Live this week. Keon, uh, what are you, uh, are you still going to move the rest of the week? Is that what you're doing? I am. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm hoping to be, I'm hoping to wake up Monday morning in the new place. Wow. And uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to like being gone. There's, or we're already getting spring breakers coming through the Airbnb next door and I'm, oh, I'm ready. Wait, so the, at the old place. At the old place. Not the new place. Not the new place. The new place is, has, has real people living next door. Mm. And, uh, I'm that, that are not, did you, how did you check that out though? I talked to the previous tenant. So it's actually a sublease. So we're moving in. We talked to the tenants who are currently living there and we asked them about Airbnb situation. Yeah. How, who are your neighbors who are, you know, and they, did you talk to the neighbors? neighbors? 
I didn't talk to the neighbors, but I've, but I've seen them. I, okay. yeah, I did trust. I didn't exactly verify that there is no Airbnb next door, but my, the people seem, the people seem good that we ended up uh, taking the lease from. So yeah, I'm very hopeful. I love the neighborhood. It's great. It's like, it's still East Austin. It hasn't turned into like a, like a yuppie. I don't know. Play. It hasn't gotten, it hasn't gotten gentrified. Like most of the neighbors are still old people. Oh, who have uh, been there a long so time. They're, they're old Mexican people. Yeah, nice. exactly. There you go. I get, I'll get my tamales some, <laughs> sometimes too. <laughs> you love to see it. Okay, cool. Thank you for, uh, thank you for doing what you do, Keon. We love you here at Stack. You too. News. What are you doing uh, this weekend? I didn't ask you. I think I have a lot of writing to do, so I got to get a lot of writing done. Um, and, um, trying to get back to normal. Cause, uh, I, I had a routine and then it got disrupted. So now it's just like, get everything back on track, get it back to normal. And then I'm going to take the weekend off, relax. And then it's just full steam ahead. Um, yeah. Toot toot. All right. We'll see you next time. Stackers. Zap. <laughs>